Hey, everything's going. Who do we have in the building right now? Who do we have? Special guy. Super Shane. Super Shane. Shion. Shion? Am I pronouncing that right? Shaw. Yon. Shaw Yon. Shion. So is that spelled? less of the on, but like Shion. 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 Who are you? Are you our media coordinator? You need a lot of on though. It's like Shion. Shion. Shan. Does it? Did you ever get Shan? <laughs> Shan. Ever gotten that before? I think we're going. No, wait, no. It's more. It's more Shion. Shion? Shion? Have you actually gotten Shion before? Yeah. That you pissed know, me off. For the longest time, I just went with Shane. I was like, screw it. Shane. Oh, Shane. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. It was just, it was like I had a name tag when I first started working. And it was just, it was it was way easier for me to just go with Shane. Why do you think people did that? Like, why would they just skip the A like that? I don't know. Shane. I don't know. And I introduced myself as like Shion for the longest time too. So that was, that was kind of my doing. What do you prefer? Well, I would prefer Shion, but I don't think I think it's hard for people to say. Cheyenne, really? How about Shia? Shia's hype. Shia? Is Cheyenne a girl a girl's name and a boy's name to you? Well, to me, like based on my background, it was a boy's name, but here it's a girl's name. So I guess it's like mix and match here. But hmm. what's your background? What about Shia? You like Shia? Shia? I think it's cool. I think it sounds like a dog's name, though. Yeah, I prefer prefer, <laughs> prefer Shion. Shion. That's so you can say it. Yeah. Yeah, we could say it. We're brown. Yeah. I'm out of time. I. You know <laughs> what though? You know what though? I find. Oh, do you guys get mad when someone mispronounces your name? <laughs> I, I get a lot of Ahmed. Ahmed. Yeah. You get Ahmed. Yeah. Because it's it's so close to Ahmed, right? Or yeah, Ahmed. Does that bother you? Or you're okay with that? No, like first time, a lot of a lot of people get it wrong the first time. Yeah. But then when I correct you and then you still say it, that's when I'm like, okay. I ain't sure. repeating myself. I'm not going to repeat myself. I'm not going to correct you. I'll let you just say it. You know what? There's a few people who've done that <laughs> that witnessed it. It's hilarious. It's really nice to see. <laughs> I bet most people get Kenny though. Oh, Kenny's easy. Kenny's easy. Kenny's very easy. Like, when I'm on the phone and someone asks me how I spell my name, and I'm like, Kenny, K-E-N-N-Y. And they're like, is that an A you're saying, sir? I'm like, no, it's K-E-N-N-Y, right? Like, how can you get that wrong? I'm very jealous. But you know what I've been thinking lately, you know, as you step into adulthood, is Ken. Ken, yeah, oh. Ken sounds old, man. It does. It does, yeah. Like, I just added at least 20 years. I can't years. see Ken. I want to see how you guys would react. I stayed yeah. very, no, like, level-headed yeah. there just to see Ken. how you guys react. It's Ken just sounds, not me. It Ken, doesn't match my personality. I'm not going to lie. Uh, shout out to all the Kens there, but Ken just sounds gross on you, man. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't, like, Kenny sounds. I lie. Yeah. I agree. Kenny Kenny's looks. Kenny sounds right to you, like your personality and everything. That made my day. Thanks, brother. It's, it's little things, you know. You know what though? I've gotten Kennedy. Like Karam calls me that to piss me off. That you can't do. Right? It doesn't get <laughs> anything longer than Kenny. That's it. It ends right there. You ever had someone do that to you? Where okay, Ahmed is one thing. Yeah. Shion is another. Right? You could brush that off. But have you ever gotten a name where you're like, don't ever call me that again? <laughs> I don't think so. I think I people just butcher my name left and right. So I think, but no, it doesn't get longer than that. Why? Why should we have names? Like, do you think we should have names? I. I mean, what else are they gonna call you? What if they called you a number? Like, what if you were like, "Hey, seven one four six, come here." <laughs> <laughs> that would make you feel real special. I'm gonna lie to you. That's just another number. Could you imagine? It'd be brutal. If you had to be, what number would you be though? If you had to pick, oh. Seven. I like seven for some reason. Just growing up as a kid, I've always liked it. That'd be eight or I 24. feel like you'd have a lot of competition out there. 
Eight or twenty? Eight or twenty-four. Kobe's numbers, man. Oh, respect, Ooh, respect. I respect that. Would you get it tattooed? Uh no. I do you have any tattoos? Far. No. Do you have I any got, tattoos? I do. What do you have? You don't. I do. Do you? Yeah, I just don't tell anybody. What? Well, let's well, talk about it now. Well, I guess the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got elephant ears. Oh, okay. Where are they? No one needs to know that. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding that's a rip off Russell Peters I'm not going <laughs> to continue off of that but do you have tattoos? no but I've been thinking about getting them where would Actually, you get it? I've been strongly thinking I don't know man like I just want to get I want to get something closely resembling a sleeve but mm. I'm scared that I would get it and then I'd like it for 3-4 years and then after I'd be like nah it's not me anymore kind of like the phone wallpaper thing right? I would have the longest phone wallpaper for probably a year max yeah. Till I'm like, I gotta get rid of this. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine how I'd feel about that on something tattooed to my skin, you know? Would you get one on your foot? I know a lot of martial arts people get tattoos on their feet. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I mean, like, if there's any spot, I've just always thought about it being on my arm. Because like, I want to see it. Yeah. I don't want to, like, go through zzz, ah, <laughs> to something I don't see every day, you know? That's fair. Yeah. That's, That's the thing, man. So, what are we doing here, boys? This place is sick, by the way. Sorry, just this is this is like this is a really nice setup. Thank you. You guys can't even see the other half that I'm looking at right now, but it's this is just. Yeah, my favorite thing was your reaction when you walked in here. It's always the best. Yeah, I love I love people's reactions. I like feed off of that. Yeah, like I would know that you, that's not like I know you're being genuine because yeah. of just seeing how excited yeah. you got when you walked in. Yeah, it's just a setting here, the atmosphere, right? No, that's awesome, man. It's very cozy and it's very like, I don't know. I want to sleep here. I haven't slept in here yet. You know what was the one thing that really bothered me? I bought this rug, right? Like this rug I brought here. And I was this so one? excited, bro. I was so excited to show him. I was so excited. I just want to surprise him, right? This is a rug that Guggen and I got. You know, we got it for our condo when we were living there. And then when I came back, I just placed it here. And then... Omid comes storming it through that door and he's like, all right, yeah, he's setting everything up. He's doing his thing. He's killing it. He's like, all right, guys, I'm ready to shoot. I'm like, Omid, you notice anything different? And Omid's just like, no, no, man. Like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, look, look, bro. Like, look down. Like, no one can see it. That's the thing. No one can see. But this rug is just so colorful, right? Yeah, yeah. And bro, I just broke my heart a little I'm bit. I'm sorry, man. It, it just, that. Sounds that, like it's not over it yet. No, bro. No. bro, it's a magic carpet. Like this is some. Shit it is a nice carpet. Ride. Like now, now that you've pointed it out, I just didn't. You know, I come in here and I set up. I don't really look. <laughs> You're too busy, bro. You're not on the level. You're on the second floor. You're I'm too on busy the second looking. Floor. Yeah. I'm too busy looking up. Hey, You're not looking it. at the ground. Bro. Yeah, there ain't no ground level no more. No. Now. That's a joke. Do you think that takes luck or does that take preparation? Ooh. Right into the topic. I like that. I love segways. I love that. So, luck or preparation? Yeah, what's the I don't know. You tell me. You you float with that. How do you like it? That's an interesting conversation. I think it's uh, talking about if we're talking about success or we're talking about getting to where you want to be, whether whatever, whatever that looks like. Um, I think it's more preparation and then luck follows. I think you do become lucky the harder you work. You know, I feel like even with this podcast, right? We put in so many hours behind the scenes and so happens we get a sponsor. So happens we get people that are interested. So happens 
domino effects start to happen people the right people start to show up right i feel like that's kind of luck but it was also kind of how much effort and preparation we put in what do you think the percentage is probably some people say 50 50. i'm gonna believe they're 50 50. i don't know do you think it's 50 50. you're 50 50. no no, i don't think that's the case oh no i don't think it's 50 50. i think it's more prep yeah luck. i don't know the percentage probably 80 80 prep 20. I would say 80, yeah. 20 or 90, 10. I was going to say 70, 30. Yeah. I feel like yeah. luck doesn't happen without prep. Kind of like just summarizing what Omid said. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? I, yeah, I'm around that age, that range too. I think, I think like, yeah, you create your opportunities, right? That's what creates your luck, right? Based on the decisions you make. A lot of people have, if we're talking about just luck as in like you run into the right person at the right time. And then they just open up a door for you that you know you wouldn't think about before. But if you're making the decisions to put yourself in that position, then is it luck or is it just seizing the opportunity, right? There's a lot of people out there who have the opportunity and decide not to go that route. Yeah. Or make a decision that, you know, doesn't end up good for them or it doesn't end up in, in, in the way they want to proceed, right? You, know. you know what fascinates me? Um, in my life, I've seen a lot of people who've been blessed with gifts talented people yeah just like for example basketball um i remember this one guy his name was kevin blair i don't know if he's watching this but if he is i'm bringing him up um in high school he he was he tore everyone up he was scoring averaging 25 30 a game he was dunking on kids like this guy in, in high school so naturally gifted never worked hard at all the the coaches were always on him about like yo okay like he was always late to practice he didn't care he never cared about basketball ever but this man if he put in the work he he could have been i he could have played professional now just an absolute monster of an athlete and i look at that and i'm not saying that yeah sure he didn't take that route but i look at that i'm like man like a lot of people are blessed in certain areas but they don't see that opportunity or they don't follow that like you said they don't take that opportunity and take it to that to that level like lucky you mean a sense of like natural talent yeah 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 naturally gifted athlete naturally you know a lot of people are naturally gifted singing like they have such an amazing voice do they become a full-time singer no no not not all of them right or they're naturally gifted they're tall do they all go to the nba not really um but there's like natural gifts i'm saying that a lot of people don't take advantage of it yeah, it's like there's a lot of people that are smaller that would love to. They 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 work their they work their ass off. They're in the gym twenty four seven, but they'll never make the NBA. Yeah, that's a dangerous territory to be in. I I hundred percent agree. You see, such, to your point, naturally gifted talent people have, and they don't want to run with it because they feel like it's already there. It's kind of like when you ask yourself, "Oh, what are my strengths?" And you're like, oh, "Okay, I'm good at this. I'm good at that. So I don't need to worry about it anymore." But are you sure about that? Don't you think you should maybe double down? Double down, yeah. 10x what you're already good at. What if you were amazing at it? What if you were God-givenly like created to do that one thing? Like yeah. right now, you're thinking of, oh, I already, I already beat, I already beat everyone up on the school block. I, I, I already, I already win every game yeah. in the schoolyard. Okay, well, what about in your province? What about in your country? Yeah. What about in the world? Right. In terms of like who you need to now compete against. Yeah. That's when it's like it's exciting, right? Yeah. Someone like that, hundred percent. If I think I don't know, I'll, I'll bring it back to you guys. Instead of sharing my opinion on it first, 
Do you guys think someone like that, just they need that mentor, they need that encouragement? Or can they do it within themselves? I think it all depends on that person, right? I guess it depends how they've kind of built themselves up until that point, right? I think so, you, I think you see, like everyone sees opportunity. Like there's certain things that people see yeah. that are opportunities, right? But then there's other people that don't see those same opportunities, right? Right, like I saw the opportunity in him and I'm like, man, this guy could play in the NBA. He didn't see that. Right? He that, doesn't. He didn't see the staircase. Do you think you have to that. be taught to be able to see? I that? don't think or it's you, that. I think it's just passion, right? Whatever your passion. He wasn't passionate about basketball. The yeah, way it's, I the, was. it's the drive, yeah. right? It was the drive, right? Yeah, yeah. If when you when you're passionate and you love something, you will see the staircase. You will yeah. see the ladder. Yeah, you don't need anybody. You don't need anybody. Yeah, you don't need. He, he. I'm sure he knew. I'm sure he knew how good he was, but he just didn't want to look yeah. at that staircase. Right? It's like you, the opportunity is there, but you don't look at it because you don't want to. Yeah. So you choose not to. You, but again, that's that's with a lot of people, right? We saw an opportunity here to sit down and create a podcast. A lot of people don't see it. A lot of people will look at it's too competitive. How many there's how many podcasts and somebody's mother's podcast? You know what I mean? So many podcasts. Yeah. I don't want to get it's too too competitive, and then opportunities. Close. Yeah. You closed it on yourself. Yeah. But we saw an opportunity and we see the staircase. A lot of people don't. Yeah. No, that's so true. It's kind of like what you and I talked about where the other night we were saying, do we need to reinvent the wheel or do we, you were saying this, yeah. or do we kind of keep building something that already exists? Yeah. And I find in a lot of ways we, we kind of get hesitant, right? I think a lot of people get really hesitant to be like, oh, but the 10,000 people are already doing it. But then I feel like we lack, again, the ability of like, okay, well, what about us? What's a special ingredient I'm putting into it to make it different from everyone else? What makes me different to make it feel special, right? Like that's that's what makes me keep going. I, I could think all day. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's never going to work because yeah, 10,000 other people are doing it. But then when you think on a more micro lens of, okay, let's think Edmonton. Let's think a little bit more narrow and realize that we're the first adopters in the city in this space. Yeah, sure enough, if we go move elsewhere, there's going to be more competition. But when and if that happens, we'll be ready for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I feel like uh, even uh, like Kobe touches on this a lot. He says, uh, like a lot of people ask him how he was able to surpass his peers. And he says it all it took like was me waking up at four o'clock in the morning getting that extra workout in. So he kind of breaks it down. He's like, okay, you're, you want to be the best basketball player in the world or you want to be the best basketball player you can be. Well, the only way to do that is to train and train as often as you can. So if you wake up at, a, if you wake up at nine, you go to the gym at 10, you train from 10 to 12, you recover, then you go back to the gym from two to four. Then you go back and you train from six to eight. That's three workouts, right? Now, let's say you wake up at four, you get at the gym at five, from five to seven, you train, you go back, you eat, you recover, get back in the gym at eight, from eight to 10, you train, go back home, you rest, you recover, then get back to the gym from 12 to, you know, and then now you've, now you've taken, it's this exact same thing, exact same training, exact same method, methodology, you're just adding another workout in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now you compound that over a year two years, five years, and all of a sudden, the gap between you and your peers. That's true. So it's the same concept of like, okay, 
we want to be the best podcasters we can be. We want to be the best, whatever we want to do. I feel like it's that extra workout. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, it's 365 more workouts in the year that you would have done last year. Exactly. Right? Do you, you touched on something there, like talk about routine. Do you, got, do you have a daily routine? Something you do on a repetitive basis every day? It, it used what? to be chaotic, but I'm starting to get back into it. But yeah. I'm always e- either shooting something or editing something yeah. every day. That was my routine the last two and a half years for myself, whether that's shooting a video for myself or shooting it for a client or editing the video or uh, making a song, writing something creatively that I can do every single day. That was always my number one thing. No matter how busy I got, I have to sit down for at least an hour, two hours, three hours and make sure that I get that in. So that was always my one thing, daily routine. And then everything kind of, once started, things started to grow on certain branches, then all of a sudden my fitness kind of dropped and things that I was supposed to be doing that I had a routine in kind of, it kind of got chaotic, but yeah, I am always trying to do something creative for whatever lane that I'm trying to build every single day. Like, like for you, like, like writing, right? Writing yeah. music and stuff. Yeah. Do you find that when we're talking about like routines do you find it has to be done a certain time of the day like do you have to like almost make a priority like the first thing you do or does it matter even if it's the last thing you do end of the day or uh, with music it's a little like it can be anytime uh with writing in terms of uh like script writing of videos yeah um that has to be done uh very early so early in the morning the same thing with working out for me i cannot I, I can work out in the evenings, but then I, I lose track of my schedule. I have to do it before the chaos of the day. Yeah. I have to be in the gym because then I won't get in there. I won't have a proper routine. When I had a proper routine, I was in the gym every single morning, bro. Cardio or weights or something like that's that. That's the best. Yeah. That's, I love, I love like starting my day with some sort of physical do you, what's your What's your daily routine like? Yeah. Like, like what do you do on a daily? On a, like, from the time I get up, it's just shower and get ready, eat breakfast. And I I haven't actually done like morning workouts. I used to do like two, two training sessions. So morning would be like some sort of cardio, something light. Yeah. And I found when I did that, actually, it was like, it was like the biggest improvement in terms of like being productive throughout the day. Like yeah. It's just something about getting up and just. You feel awake. Yeah. And like you're, you're like, you're, you're asleep. You almost like get to the gym. You're still like half asleep. But once you get moving, there's the blood is pumping. It's just. Yeah. And then your day is started and you already feel productive and you already feel like you accomplished something and it just kind of really sets you up nice for the rest of the day. So that's, I, I haven't done that in a while, but I, I try and do that whenever I can. Yeah. Would you say your anchor is? Absolutely. Fitness? Yeah. Yeah. If all else, all else fails, like just the working out and just being in the zone just for like an hour or two, whatever it is, just like everything's blocked out. It's just, it's like therapy. Mm. yeah it really is right it's like is that like that for you with like jiu-jitsu and like your oh 100 man i get aggravated when i don't sweat every day sweating to me is training right? yeah like that's when i say sweat go do your jiu-jitsu workout okay go to the gym maybe hey it was a 12-hour work day well did you did you mentally sweat yeah you know did you did you feel like you pushed yourself to a limit where you're going to confidently go home and sleep at night and knew that that was one day you know, that one little token. There's your one little coin of the day that you're going to take into the next day. That's going to make that last day count, right? 
for me, I kind of like what both you guys were saying because it sounds to me, correct me if I'm wrong, that both of you don't necessarily have like a rudimentary routine where every single day looks the same. Like for me, like certain like training does. Training is yeah. like set. That's like the one variable. Yeah, that's like I, 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 I use right. yeah, yeah, and there's always that one variable. Yeah, that I kind of like something has to be fixed from day to day to day. Just yeah. like it's, that's the anchor, right? Everything else can be shuffled around, but yeah. it's just. And that's like I think training for me. Like I train at lunchtime now. I used to train after work, but I felt like just you know, given my work was just I, my brain was fried. And yeah. I just, by the time I went in there, I, mentally it was just I, my focus was on there, my attention was on there. So mm-hmm. I try and squeeze it in lunchtime now. Oh, so nice. I try and like build my day around that to at least be able to get a training session. In. See, and that's perfect. I I love how you worded it that way, Cheyenne, because. That goes back Shia. to the frame. Shia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're going to change it. Go back to that. Eh? Yeah, we'll edges, Shia. Edges out, yeah. Super Shion. It's literally, man, the concept of no matter what you're doing. And I, I speak heavily about this because I, I don't have a daily routine. I'll be very honest. I kind of, I live like and flourish in the, in the mindset of, you know, every day looking different than the last, yeah. except to your guys' point, there's one thing that never changes. That? And I love that. That's that's the training aspect. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Did I, did I learn something from that day? Did I sweat mentally or did I sweat physically? Because at the end of the day, there has to be, okay, that one thing that you're still doing, yeah. that you're pushing forward. Yeah. Right? And I, I think if people are having a very tough time trying to figure that out, then that's okay still. Yeah. I think you got to do a little soul searching before you realize there's going to be that one thing that you're not going to stop doing. Yeah, I think I think there was one. Um, I was talking to Kevin about this, and we talked yesterday. We were we were at the ca- cafe and we were chatting, and uh, there's one thing that we brought up was uh, this whole thing of experimenting. You know, like there's a lot of I have time, I have time to experiment, I have time to, you know, try different different things, and that is true. I think you need to give yourself time to experiment and I feel like you need to give yourself time to, to look at things that you love. But um, there comes a point in time where I feel like you just have to stick to one thing and that is your thing. Yeah. Right. And like in terms of career path, you mean like, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, career path. I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of us as, as, uh, as trends come and go, you know, like, you know, TikTok's on the rise and, you know, podcasts are on the rise. Are you on TikTok? Are you guys on TikTok? No. I'm on TikTok, but I haven't released it. Does this suck just, you in like people say it? it yeah. Does. Oh, yeah, it does. It is. It's it's very it's very addictive. Uh, it's organic, right? So when oh, you make yeah. something and it gets like a couple thousand views, then you're like, oh, shit. Like, I want to make more, <laughs> make right? Yeah, like yeah. It, it gives you that hit. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like a lot of people experiment too much. You know, at a certain point, you just kind of have to look at yourself or look at what you're doing and kind of narrow it down. And um, because years will go on. And you will be a jack of all trades, but a master of none. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you won't be able to actually see. Because one thing I've realized, and especially with this video stuff, I've, I've done videos since 2007, 2008. Right? I've done it for almost 10 years. Like wow. trial, error, testing, trying cameras, doing it. I haven't, this isn't my first year. But I've gone more fully, fully into it the last couple of years, right? Fully in, like fully immersed into my craft. But... The one thing I'll tell you is the growth is a lot more fulfilling now. Yeah. Right? Than the times when I was experimenting. The times when I was experimenting, it was fun because you were learning. But the growth now, after polishing and polishing and polishing, is all more fulfilling. So I feel like a lot of people don't get to that point 
because they try, you know, when you try something new, for example, you try something new, it's tough, it's, it's hard, hours. learning curve, whatever, right? If you can get over that, if you can get over that and learn to be even decent at whatever you're trying, you'll start to feel good, right? You start, your confidence will go up and then you'll, then that point gets, becomes a lot more fulfilling. Yeah. It becomes easier, right? You wouldn't be able to bang out a 10 second, beautiful visual commercial in, in let's say a couple hours, if you had not done that already for more than 10 years, yeah. right? Something that would have taken you four hours to do, now it takes you 30 minutes, Yeah. right? But again, that's because of the time and energy you spent doing it. I, I, I relate to that so much because the one thing, no matter what, I, I would say the one thing I disagree on is the whole like jack of all trades thing because I, I, I know I've tried a lot of things, but I've always told myself that, okay, I want to try a lot of things as long as, again, there's that one thing. Yeah. For Omid, it was video. For me, it was martial arts. Yeah. As long as every day or every week I'm going and I'm training and I'm I'm putting my body and mind to the test in a martial arts capacity, then I'm, I'm happy because, again, that's what keeps me sane. But the cool thing is what I relate to that is I remember when I first started teaching kickboxing, and it, it went from legitimately women's kickboxing to then beginner striking to advanced striking for an adult class to getting people primed to compete. But I remember all along the way in those first couple of years, I wrote down everything prior to the class. I could be sitting there and be like, okay, like I got to think of the combinations we're going to do. Okay, what, what warm-up do I want these guys to do? Okay, what sparring strategies are we going to do? And at one point, I just stopped writing. I was just legitimately in the car driving on the way to the drive. I was like, hey, we'll do this, we'll do that, we'll do uh, you know, this warm-up, done, we'll go. And it's just it was kind of neat to now reflect on that and be like, you, you work so hard at preparing this curriculum essentially, where now you've done it long enough where you don't even you don't even need to prepare on the level you did before because it's all up here in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever That's... had something like that with anything you've prepared for? Kind of goes back to our prepare over luck thing, yeah. right? Um yeah, definitely. I mean, like, that's the same thing with, like, I, like fitness, right? Like, that's... Um, yeah, I guess you just looked this jacked all your life, brother. Oh. So, <laughs> um, so like, it, comes to a point, it comes to a point where you just, like, you have... You kind of build the discipline. You kind of build yourself to the point where it's not... You're not struggling to go to the gym anymore. Now it becomes actually being at the gym and what are you doing with your time. I think that's that's another thing, too, right? Like, you, you spend less time trying to... Like when anyone starts off, right, you know, trying to get healthy or whatever, first off, first going to the gym and trying to spend time there. And the first little while it can be tough, right? Especially because it's overwhelming because you go in there, especially if you have, you're doing this for the first time, right? You don't know where to start, you know, how long to do it for, you know, like fitness in general, it just can be such an overwhelming thing for people. And I, and I see that, right? People go, you know, what, what should be my training volume? What, what intensity? What day? Uh, what time of the day should I work out? How often should I work out? What's the nutrition based on like limitation preferences? What's what supplements should I take? What should I not take? And it's like super overwhelming right off the bat, right? And 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 I think the first step is like the first step has to be easy. Like I tell people all the time, it's like just go to the gym. Like if you can't be on the treadmill, or even if you can't be on have a workout, go for like 15, 20 minutes, just like sure. stretch. Just stretch, be in the be in the environment, be, be in, in, the, environment, be in yeah. the zone, be in that atmosphere, right? A lot of times people start off and they go, Yeah, I'm gonna train everything um, every day for five days, and then after five days, they're like, oh, like it just registers as like a negative experience or like a hard, 
hard thing, and then they just that's it. It's like a chain smoker going and be like, "Hey man, I'm gonna go from like uh, the whole pack of data to cold turkey tomorrow. I promise. I'm not exactly. Gonna, I'm know. not gonna have a single smoke. But yeah. it's like, you know what? How about tomorrow you have half a pack? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's. And then the next day, have five cigarettes. Have have five. I just I just pick, in that moment. I just pictured Kenny as a as a, as a therapist. Uh, <laughs> I think I just see him in an office. Adult. I just see him in an office with the guy sitting across from him. Like, Try drinking. Try. <laughs> <laughs> Might like it. Bro, you have no idea. I actually did this shit at work. It was jokes. Not not to a scary way because I want to bring us back to that. But real quick, buddy and I are talking. Right, it was New Year's resolution right around the topic. And I was like, listen, bro, we'll call him, let's call him Timothy. It's not his name, but for Timothy, that's the name we came up with. You know, obvious (laughs) confidential, that's not his real name. He's a beauty. So I'm like, Timothy, brother, tell me like, how much, how much do you drink in a week? Come on, Timothy. He's like, ma'am, I'm telling you, probably drink like two, two bottles worth in a week. I'm like, do you want to be drinking that much? No, man, you know, New Year's, I'm trying to quit. I'm like, all right, how about next week? You have one bottle. One bottle? Yeah, it's like one bottle. Like, it's better than two, right? He's like, yeah. Like, yeah, I'll have one bottle. He's like, I'm excited. So I like, followed up with it the next week, and he's like, yeah, man, I had one and a half. And I'm like, hey, one and a half is better than two. We'll work with that, Once right? Time. But I think about it. It kind of works in reverse, and to your point, yeah. if you're going to go to the gym, I love that. I love that you said that. Shout out to Shh. Timothy. Pre-workout bottles. But yeah, it has to be easy. Like the first step has I read this book, Paradox of Choice. It actually talks about that. Like talks about how this day and age there's just overwhelming amount of decisions to make. And a lot of times uh, the consumer feels this, you know, this lack of expertise to be able to make the right decision because there's an overwhelming amount of decisions. But not only that, but also in terms of referencing, right? Like doing their own research and seeing, they see all this stuff, but then like, is it for them? Is it, you know, is it not for them? So that's my life in my career. It's tough. It's tough. It's too many decisions. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Too many options. Yeah. Yeah. And it talks about this one thing in the book that like I completely relate to, and I'm just because I'm an indecisive person, but talks about how like, you know, they're in vacation, him and his wife, the author, and you know, they want to try at a restaurant. They want to figure out a place to eat and they go to this one restaurant it looks okay but they don't want to go in yet because what if there's another another good one down the block right so then going to the next one and it's like oh this is good too but what if there's a better option down the road it's a story of my life so it goes on on and on to the point where they just lose their appetite right like it's just one of those <laughs> things like oh that's a good one and and just and it's just you know it's and that's lot- yeah that's what I mean about like, like being stubborn with your decisions. Yeah. Like choosing one thing and yeah. sticking with it. Yeah. Like going back to what I was saying, yeah. right? Like you gotta sit. Like there's choices, but you gotta, you gotta make a decision. Yeah. And and be okay with it and be stubborn with it. Well, like what, what do you? Because th- so you say that now, but like what what happens now? Like people want to experiment, right? And obviously you have to give a certain amount of effort to see if it's even worth it. You gotta see some result, if any. What do you think that fine line is? Like, if you're trying something new, obviously the first little bit is rough, right? You're trying to get it all figured out and stuff. So you have to commit to it for a certain amount of time. Yes. At what point do you go, all right, I've committed enough time. I'm not seeing results. I move on to the next thing. Or Because that's a hard one thing. It's a hard thing too, right? Especially if you have like multiple passions. Then what do you do? Yeah, I mean, well, it depends. If you're trying to make it a career, then if you have to see that staircase, right? Yeah. If you can't see the staircase and you're trying it because you don't know, I feel like you, 
when you find that passion or passions, you will know whether it sparks your interest in making yeah. it a long-term thing. Like if it, if it, if it clicks in your head, like, you know what, I could see myself doing, doing this five years or 10 years from now. That's the thing. Or at least that's one of the things. Do you think you have to like drown yourself in it? Like, do you have to just make it all about that? Like in yeah. terms of being, yeah. I think so. I think that's how you, you, you have to. Yeah. I, you will not, you can't, you, you won't, you, you won't see the actual fruits yeah. of it. If, you if it's for a career, I find if it's yeah, as a yeah. hobby, yeah, yeah, you can you can press on the you can press on the brakes all you want with that. Yeah, but again, like, what's the the idea of people trying to follow their passion isn't for to find a hobby. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you're not looking for something that you're trying to find a hobby. Like, if you're floating around and doing whatever, if you're happy with your life, and you find a hobby, then yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. yeah, go ahead. If it keeps you all you want and doing it. do it for three months and six months and then go on to the next thing. Yeah. But if you're looking, there's a lot of people that are always looking for yeah. what's the next step, what's the next thing that I'm gonna immerse myself into or find that thing and find that staircase. Well, when you find that thing that you're intrigued in and you spend a couple months in it and you can see it in your head. Like you, you have to sit and visualize Like, Can I see myself doing it? Yeah. In two right? years and four years. And yeah. Six years. Like you will know, like in your heart, you, 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 you know, yeah. and then, and then it's a matter of saying, okay, this is it. Hell or high water. Like it doesn't matter what happens. Like I made that decision a long time ago with videos. It's like, I'm going to be in some sort of marketing or in this space for a long time. Cause I knew, I knew I wanted to be in here. Now, whether, whether I could make it a career or not, that was a different story. Whether I could make it successful, that's a different story, right? Yeah. But, it becomes the backbone of every decision. And that's the tough make. part. You, you, but, but you, if you're floating, if you're floating and you're testing and you're trying too many things, it's like with anything. It's just like it will never fizzle into that thing. Will yeah. never become anything. It just fizzles out. All those things need to be married to one another. Essentially, they need to coexist. If you're doing too many things, you have to be able to be like, okay, well, are all these things, can I do all of them at the same time? If you can, you nailed it. You absolutely, you hit it right on the button. So many times I find we're getting absorbed with information of, oh, you need to have more than one stream of income. Yeah, that's great. So as long as those streams of income you're building all associate with one another in one way, yeah. shape, or form. Well, I think I think the, the whole, like if you're bringing the streams of income in this, I was... I was doing a lot of research on this, but the people that have streams of income usually have built one really, really good stream. Yeah. Right. And then they moved on to the next and then they moved on to the next and moved on to the next. Right. So a lot of these guys are super successful. Right. And you're asking them, what do you believe in streams of income? Of course they do because they built that over their years of living. Yeah. Right. They didn't start off with seven streams of income. They didn't start doing seven things at once. They became what they were in that one field for 10x years. And then they now have the equity and the capital to diversify into yeah. doing all those different things. The names. Right? So if you ask, it depends when you ask them. Yeah. If you ask them when they start their career, they're probably going to be like, nah, like I'm focusing on this and this is all I'm focusing on. But if you ask them when they're 30 or 40 or 50, they're going to have a different answer. Yeah, of course I believe in you should diversify. You should have multiple streams of income. So I feel like it's it's sure. depending on I always say specialize, don't generalize. Right? Don't generalize your career. Don't generalize 
your income, like what you're trying to build. Specialize, and then you can. Dude, you should be a fucking life coach. I mean, <laughs> I mean like, wow, I love that one. Yeah, I need to pay Omid right now for his time, bro. And this is you, you accept pap. Hope you accept pap. <laughs> like, oh, I love that. I'm gonna take these nuggets and run with them, man. Take some barbecue nuggets. sauce with that specialization. Shout out to Timothy. You gotta put him in front of Timothy. Timothy right now is on his third bottle. He's yeah. like, shit, man. Shit. Just kidding. He's, he's he's healthy. He's healthy. Yeah. No man, real real talk. I, I love that. I, I want everyone to really think that way. Because uh, there's too much. We're overwhelmed, right? We're overwhelmed with seeing people our own age, people younger than us, people who feel like we who figured it out while we haven't. I mean, at the end of the day, that's so much toxicity going into our brain when we're when we're constantly comparing. And I find that's what really that that's our demon. That's our worst enemy. Yeah, makes we always sense. think yeah. that. Oh, but what if I could do it better on my own? Okay, sure. Yeah, you, you probably can. But first. Reap the benefits of learning from someone who's already doing a damn good job of it, yeah. right? Like that's mentorship right there. Yeah. If, if you have access to that in any way, shape, or form, and I find like, oh, well, you're a great example of that. Where like you needed to go to someone or, or some entity who's already doing what you hope to eventually do. Yeah. You know, I think it's the whole thing of uh, drowning in opportunity. Yeah. Right now, we're drowning in opportunity. You see something and you hop on the. You see a night a better ship than yours, so you hop on yeah, that ship. Shiny. It's shinier. It's bigger versus having a small little boat of yours and actually building that. That actually might be better to do. But I argue that it's fair to jump if you feel like the boat you're on right now is making you miserable. Well, yeah, that's of where it's fair. Who cares how long you've been on that boat or not? Like one thing, bro. Honestly, Gary V said that I really appreciated was when he's like, "Why would you bother?" staying somewhere in a position just because you're just trying to stay at the least amount of time to put on your resume if it's just making you absolutely miserable. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I love that. I eat it up. Because at the end of the day, that's how we're hardwired now. Yeah. Right? We're hardwired like that in relationships, in our career, in, in certain decisions we make. At a party, we're staying at. Oh, no, this party sucks. I've only been here for 10 minutes. But I'd, I'd, be, I'd look like a loser if I leave this early. Like, we look at that in everything. It's like, no. You leave when you want to leave. Yeah. Who cares how long you've been there? It's your decision. It's your life. Yeah. Right? At the end of the day, yeah, sure. Some people are going to be like, oh, yeah, he's only here for this long. Well, you know what? You didn't like it. So be it. What the actual job description looked like compared to what I was actually done was <laughs> far different from one another. Right? So that's where I, I want to believe that in a in a society and in the world. And let them know that, like, hey, don't be afraid. Take the chance. You took it. It's not right plenty of other opportunities yeah and i'm not for me too i'm not even saying like don't try things that's not uh, i hope people don't take that out of context you you should try things until you find the the, right the spark thing. and the right thing yeah and i guess however long it takes but again eventually you you have to you have to land on something and you have to stick to it right at the end of the day i feel like you can't just you can't like you can but you just won't see what i see like you won't see the the fulfillment of the growth. Yeah, you'll never go deep in any one thing. You want to go in. You yeah. don't see the fruits yeah, of that, that, yeah. that going in that depth. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So don't feel like like definitely try stuff out, but find that thing and find it as soon as you can. Right. I love that, man. 
Arnold, you look at a man like Arnold behind you, and he's a perfect example of that. Prime example, man. Perfect example. He, you know, Mr. Olympia, Mr., you know, most jacked human in the world. And then look at what that man did after that. Just look at it. I mean, he did you know, it all. Like if he, Terminator, <laughs> you have to get down. Get to and the then, job, you know, being from that to wanting to be the mayor to, you know, being able to be actor. the actor, yeah. all of it, you know, governor, name it, not man. Mayor, governor not even mayor, bro, yeah. excuse me, governor, governor dude. I know I'm going to get shit for that, <laughs> governor, even bigger, yeah, and now he's out coming back to Edmonton yeah. to do a speaking series that he's doing around the world, like, perfect example, yeah, fitness is what you love, getting jacks what you love, and there's a lot of other stuff, do you stick to that first thing, yeah, he dominated That's, in that one field first, right, and then he was like, oh, that opened up doors for him, that Just opened like, up doors, yeah. and then he dominated the next, and then he dominated the next, it's, it's proven concept in all industries, yeah, proven concept in all industries, but you have to stick long enough to see that, and being able, well, obviously, those other factors of luck, and working hard, and getting that extra workout in, you have you just have to wow work hard and stay humble revival apparel <laughs> shout, shout out to steve <laughs> oh stevie's gonna love that he watches this <laughs> i know the guy's busy so no word man yeah. he's, he's hustling right yeah. uh any last words cheyenne um thanks for coming on cheyenne thanks for having me man was, this is this is yeah. this is fun it's nice to be able to talk to like-minded people 100 percent, man that's what awesome. it is at the end of the day. You have to surround yourself with the right people if you want to go far. No matter what you're doing, I think you have to. You just absolutely have to. You have to be around the positive mentality. You have to be around people who are also hustling. You have to be around people who are chasing something, right? Yeah. Because otherwise, you just need – there's just there's just so many challenges in terms of whatever you do and so many obstacles. You have to have that little support, right? I agree. I agree, man. I mean, they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but – and here in the jungle, what happens in the jungle? Hey, it's for the whole world to see, baby. Word. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. That's oh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Is that the slogan now? <laughs> I don't play with it. I play yeah, with yeah. it. We'll throw different things out there to see what catches. <laughs> but that reaction, it just might stick. Yeah. Anyways, thank you, gentlemen. That was awesome. That was you fun. Talk.